In the Bible, the Apostle Paul says, concerning the end times, before Jesus returns to gather the church. 2 Timothy chapter 3. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, bolsters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce. In Uvalde, you have certainly witnessed the fierce. Despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. Verse 7, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived. That's Paul's description of the end times before Jesus returns. It will get very bad on this earth. And he tells us, Continue thou in the things which thou hast learned from God and hast been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, that it's from God we have learned, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So we see from this description that things on this earth will get very bad in the end times. You have seen and witnessed in Uvalde some of the worst possible things that can happen. And you know how terrible it is and you know how fierce a person can be. That is what will happen in the end times on this earth. You say, well, how can you survive? You can't survive except through God and having God give you the wisdom that comes from God on how you are to live on this earth present earth. Jesus did say in Matthew 24 that it would get so bad in the end times, in the last days, that even the righteous would be destroyed, except for the time being shortened. But for the elect's sake, the days will be shortened. You have experienced the fierceness of man you have experienced in a horrible way what it will be like. 
One of the things that troubles me so very much is the lack of understanding and common sense that I see in people today. But that, too, is just a part of the end times. And the only thing that can help us is come away and focus on that which God shows you through the Holy Scriptures and try to live according to the Bible, according to that which God shows you. Take everything to God in prayer, directly in prayer. If you're in your living room, pray. If you're in the grocery store, pray. If you're in your car, pray. Take all your concerns to God in prayer. For we have a promise that if we do that, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. But make no mistake, the devil is rampant in the end times because he knows his time on the earth is short. That's in Revelation chapter 12. Therefore, he will try to destroy us. But the power of God is greater than the power of the devil. You do not have to follow the thought sent by the devil. They will destroy you if you follow them. So how do you know which thoughts are from God and which thoughts are from the devil? Well, you've just witnessed a young man who acted on thoughts from the devil when he came in to rob elementary school with his assault rifle. He did not destroy your life unless you let him. Because I've spoken to you on four different podcasts on how you have to view this situation. The only hope is God for any of us. And if we turn to God and look at things through God's eyes as he shows us scripture and live that way, there's hope for us. And as I have mentioned every time I've spoken to you, you have to understand that child who died, as horrible as it was for you, that child fell asleep and sleeps in Christ right now. Can you rejoice in that? I certainly hope so. By this time, I hope, as bad as it was for you, that you can rejoice in the knowledge of God that your child sleeps in Christ. And when Jesus returns, your child will be awakened and taken into heaven. And Jesus will gather all of us who belong to him and take us into heaven where we will all be together. So this is part of the knowledge of God that you must have to fight the horrible things that have happened to you. For greater is he who's in you than he who is in the world. And you will overcome every time you take 
depressing thoughts to God in prayer. And every time you believe what God says in the Holy Bible and everything he says to you personally by his Spirit. So I will talk to you a bit today about the subject of dealing with destructive thoughts. Destructive thoughts come to our minds by devils who would want to destroy us. They come also by our own flesh who wants to exalt itself. But thoughts of God also come to us, to our mind. How do you know which is which? I can give you some ways that you can recognize the thoughts that are of God. Jesus says in John 10.10, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Now that's the devil. But Jesus says, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. One of the first things God taught me is in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. God's yoke is easy. And his burden is light. So if something is extremely complex, I know it's not God. If it's extremely difficult to do, I know it's not God. If it's overly expensive, I know it's not the way of God. So if any of those things happen, just stop and pray and ask God to show you the way to go in the matter at hand. I have talked to you four different times so far about your child being asleep in Christ and fine. Your child doesn't need anything. You're the one who needs help. And for that reason, I'm reaching out to you through God. You're the one where the focus must come. And each of us must choose to live godly lives in Christ Jesus through the Word of God. We choose that. We make that choice. And one of the things that we are to live in is peace. And what you've gone through, you may say, how in the world can I live in peace or ever have any joy again? You can and you will through God, through the Word of God, even the Word that I've spoken to you about the dead falling asleep and sleeping in Christ. Doesn't that give you joy? Don't you have joy when you hear that? Every time I hear a word from God and truth from God, I have joy. So we can have peace in the midst of all of the troubles if we look at it the correct way, if we look at the great thing that God has done through Jesus Christ who died 
for our sins and the resurrection that we have hope in for our lives is through the price Jesus paid. So look at the tremendous sacrifice that God gave for us. That should bring some joy, but most of all, the joy is in the fact and the truth that your child is not suffering, is not lacking anything, is simply asleep and will awake when Christ returns to gather his elect. I have written out for you several scriptures which you can look at and know to be truth, for they're from the Holy Bible. All I want to say in closing is, your child is asleep in Christ. Never let that be taken away from you. And thank God for that, and focus on that. Thank you for allowing me to share these things with you today.